The business of operations management is difficult, particularly in large enterprises like banking, insurance, and other services companies with teams of hundreds and thousands around the globe. Now add in recent pandemic forcing the workplace to change forever. Managers and employees are under immense pressure to get work done, while also finding ways to balance performance and well-being. The complexity is building, and it can be difficult to find the answers. This podcast, AO On Air, partnered with ActiveOps, is designed to help identify areas that will help employees, managers, and senior leaders find solutions to the challenges within operations management. The future of work will take all departments, such as HR, IT, and ops, aligned along with a steady dose of innovation to succeed. We'll bring you topics, thought leadership, and simple plans to help lead your teams into the future of work. A hybrid work world that will learn from one another and truly act globally, breaking down the silos of older management models for new ways of working. Welcome to the journey. Now let's begin. Welcome to AO On Air, sponsored by ActiveOps. I'm Michael Cups, your host today, and really excited about our guest today. We've talked with several people about workforce management, employee productivity. Today, we're going to talk to Richard Jeffrey, the CEO of ActiveOps, about uh, various topics, mostly about personnel, personas that are involved in all of these types of technologies. Welcome, Richard. Good afternoon. So where are we, where are we calling from today? Well, we're in the sunny delights of Reading in the UK. There you and, go. Uh, actually, unusually for September, it is actually sunny. Well, good. Well, good. Well, now that the U.S. restriction is gone, so we hope to have you over here in studio soon, too, for another one of these. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, you know, it's been a strange time not to be able to sort of visit and, um, and be with you. So, um, yeah, that's uh, something to look forward to. Excellent. Excellent. Well, today, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about transformations in this podcast from time to time. And, and uh, obviously, if you open up a website, you'll probably find 80% of the content is about the tech. So robots or AI or blockchain, et cetera. Uh, but what we believe and what we see is that it takes people to run all that or it takes people to coexist with all that transformation technology to make it work. And in fact, when you look at the big customers we deal with, the enterprise customers, people are probably the most expensive asset that they manage, uh, whether it be the, just the cost of the people, but also things like the cost of people leaving. Uh, things like that are just extraordinary uh, cost structures, in, in the, especially banks when you're talking about thousands of uh, of people around the globe. So what I wanted to do today is just talk a bit about those people and, and we'll call them personas. And what I'd like to do is talk about the three that kind of keep things going in an operation where you start at the top with a senior leader that's maybe making decisions about tactics and strategy, then the managers kind of carrying out those tactics and strategy while still managing employees, and then a bit about employees. Does that work for you today, Richard? That's good. Um, I mean, just to sort of comment on the, on the context there, you know, people are the most variable element of the picture. They're the most uh, capable, creative. Um, all the technology will play to scripts we write, but ultimately we have to stitch those together. So, so that absolutely is on the money for me, Michael. I mean, for all the technological advances and the augmentation that technology can provide, it's actually the genius of the of the collaboration that that, that yeah. makes a difference between some some really great outcomes and some less great outcomes. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the, in this kind of pandemic year, it's been it's it's forced some of that to accelerate and forced some of it to find really where those sore spots are, if you will. So we'll, let's start start with the senior leaders, perhaps. You know, they. Um, you know, they have an unusual task of understanding, you know, what's ahead, but also dealing in today's production capabilities and needing to make sure that all works. Um, let's start with, we, we know what was the challenges behind us. Looking forward in this new kind of way of working, what would you say is the top two or three challenges for a senior leader in a bank or an insurance company? 
Well, it, it's you start with the sort of generic phrases like the the, the world the world's not getting any simpler. So you have a complexity issue, um, and then you also have a pace issue. Things seem to be happening faster, and you and you add those two things together. And as a senior leader, it, it, it's creating a very challenging environment. Because if you think, and to use a, a sort of parallel of, of what you're driving at night, the faster or driving indeed, the, the faster you go, what's the response to that? You have to look further ahead. So I think for the senior leader in particular, the importance or the difference it will make to the outcomes that they're in charge of or responsible for or contributing to, a massive influence on their success is the, the resolution, the clarity, the, the structure that, that they can put in place around the need, the, the way of you know, what the future is going to hold. The pre it's, it's not predictability. It's a, it's a, it's a standing joke for act within active ops, not a very good one, but you know, there's two types of forecast lucky and wrong but it's the it's the it's the point is that the more organizations are better equipped to know with a level of confidence the scenarios they are they operate under the more able you are to move your chess pieces to move your resources and exploit the assets to get good outcomes so i, I think michael the, the headline is that, that those two things it, it's the it's the it's the pace of change and the response to that which is to looking further ahead with greater confidence and it's the resolution the 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 uh it's, it's the ability to know what's going on or indeed to have the data to support the, the understanding of the complexity which is just um which is so challenging right right well that, that's yeah exactly and that's spot on so so with those two challenges particularly uh do you see opportunities for senior leaders to actually take a competitive advantage ahead of their competitors or or even just to better their their own enterprise well, absolutely. I mean, and that is at the cutting edge. And there's an awful lot of work and research and data, data, you know, data analytics and, and, and AI, which is looking to furnish the senior leader with greater and greater insights. And that is the battleground. That is the space in which if our organization is better able to make tactical and operational decisions because we had better situational awareness, we will succeed. We will offer better customer service, we'll offer a better lower cost, we'll have better um, better motivated and, and more successful employees. It really is the, the matter of the moment because if you think about it, you can we can all buy let's call it, you know, technology platforms. We can all buy robotic process automation software. We can all buy um, ERP systems. It's the ability to synthesize those to effect. It's how we exploit them is the differentiator. So, so I think I think that's a massive, massive opportunity. And of course, here at ActiveOps, when we've been really looking at, at that kind of support system, that when we talk about management process automation and augmentation, what are we talking about? We're, we're, we're put, furnishing better data to better clarity of better intent so that you and I as operational leaders then then get better outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. And is there any particular part of that opportunity that that you think certain type of data will help senior leaders? Maybe that's data that's different than the managers or the employees. But is there a specific set of data that uh, that really enlightens that path ahead? Well, you've got you've got you've got the fundamental tests of, of, of being in control, which is actual against um, uh, some kind of reference point. What were you intending? Actual against standard, if you like. Actual against plan, and actual against time. And I think I think that 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 that's a sort of simple framework. Which then, if you extend that into some of the challenges, people need better precision of where where should I be? Think of your Google Maps and the difference that's made to our level of stress as our journey progresses. It doesn't eliminate traffic jams, but it gives me context to know that when I'm going to be somewhere, not 
notwithstanding the fact I may be on or on tra off track. So I think there's a massive opportunity to organisations to transform their, their their situational awareness, to use that phrase again, yeah. so that they feel more able to explain to external stakeholders, for example, where they're at. If, if you look at many of the, just to use an example, you look at many of the um, outsource contracts, which, which are very black box. You know, if there's failures, we'll tell you, but you need to give me input costs. But in the meantime, don't 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 look inside. You have no as a client. Often you'll have very little visibility inside. Whereas today, I think with the technologies available and the particular opportunity, I, I I see is the level of transparency. Because in other walks of life, you take the car manufacturing um, ecosystem. There's massive transparency at every stage of the pipeline of supply chain, so that no one step is able to sort of it, it has to either hold inventory or indeed can fall over um, to, and undermine the whole supply chain. And I think in, in, in our world of the, of the clerical administration, the back office, I think there's a, there's a massive opportunity to, um, to improve that, that, that transparency and, and the resolution for senior leaders. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting. That I like the analogies you use because it's both short-term and long-term, and, and you have to look at both of them when you're, when you're taking a journey anywhere. So, so let, let's go. Uh, so the so senior leaders, we talked a little bit about that. Let's talk about the managers, and the managers are in a unique spot because they have to carry out whatever the strategies are, either from the senior leaders or even up the ladder to the board of directors that says this is the way it's going to be. Uh, but they also have that direct interface with all the employees. And, and it's not just a few employees. It's a lot of employees that have gone through a crazy year. So those managers are kind of right in the right in the fire, if you will. Well, exactly they are. I mean, we talk about the, the you know, that critical interface point, that points where they, they have to explain, they have to interpret, they have to action, make action behind the strategy. Uh, and, and they had to deal on the, on the one hand, and on the, by the way, they have to deal with the operational realities as they unfold. And, and again, to, to paraphrase a well-worn well -worn phrase, no, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. And, and I think that's the, that's the challenge as a manager. Now, in a, in a particular context of something like COVID uh, or the pandemic, what that did was take away many of the support structures that you know, consciously or unconsciously organizations provided around their managers because some of the stuff around presence, visibility, my management technique, if you will, was was built on the on the idea that I could I could walk up to people, I could you know I could exchange information with them, and I could supervise them in a very straightforward way. So I think the 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 the, the challenge now for um, uh, and it's just another example of escalating complexity um, that the managers have now to deal with, where they 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 physically are remote, they are dispersed, and more importantly, some of the information systems that organisations had built up don't work very well because you can't physically collect data very easily in the way that we previously did before so so i think i think you know the, the job of actually execution getting the jobs done as a supervisory act player is it's got harder mm -hmm. and then you overlay that with again another layer of say for example operational risk um which is a massive issue for a lot of organizations being able to evidence to other parties that the organization is stable in control um and then staff well-being the realities of many people, for particularly in in some of the lower paid sectors, of staff's well-being in environments where they don't necessarily have a great place to work from home, right. um, is really really challenging. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and so, you know, some of the typical metrics that may have been used even prior to the pandemic are still in place. So you still have to manage your business according to your performance and your productivity uh, objectives. 
but now throw on top of the managers the fact that you may have to measure a mandate. Are they eligible to work from the office or they have to work from home? Or maybe the, the mandate is only 30% capacity in the office, et cetera. So, I mean, what kind of solutions and data is necessary for managers to actually act on a weekly basis? So, so, you, I mean, you've touched on some really interesting emerging ideas and some of the areas in the, in the active ops, you know, particularly we're, we're working on now is that, you know, there's a number of parameters when one comes to consider what we're going to do next week, just to sort of make it really simple, what work needs to be done where, and, and there's the traditional ones around capabilities, skills, access to systems, and so on. Now we've got another one, which is, or is, is, is if you like, physical proximity. Have they, do they have access from the area with the right bandwidth to do it? And by the way, if it does require presence in a certain place to collaborate, um, are they, do they have the right status in terms of vaccination um is it has it expired is there a whole load of there's a there's a whole new layer of of if you like operational validation criteria which which is a sent as a manager whether you manifest that in central workforce planning or whether it's a devolved activity just a, the team leader is accountable for making sure people have got the right paperwork well there's a whole you know there's a whole sort of opening up chasm of of, of risk risk mitigation and, and, and overhead costs which organizations could be walking into and so yes i think that i think that it there's a there's a really interesting dimension and of course a, a great opportunity where frankly systems can can not only eliminate the load they make it an opportunity as well because you, you know, with with the right technology in place of course some things like that they are a potential competitive advantage if you do them better than the between the next guy yeah well especially as we lead into the next persona we want to talk about is the employees uh, employees are, are facing an interesting opportunity because they learned that they could work from home in many cases that they didn't do before. So now they're, they're, they're either happier at home or they're happy in the office because it, everybody has their preference, but it also makes them more portable, meaning an employee could, with the right home office setup, work for any company. And so it's, it's interesting. What, where, where do you think the employee fits in that with the data that we're talking about to help them feel in control and empowered uh, to, wanna, to just want to perform? Well, again, as you say, we're we're into an interesting phase where a whole lot of, if you like, well-established sort of parameters are suddenly no longer there, and because that that work from home piece is is true, but it's also so, but it's also true at a kind of workforce globalization layer. Whereas before, we've always known that 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 as technology improved, you had opportunities, let's say, to structure the, the workforce doing work in different ways, including, for example, outsourcing to, to lower cost centers and, and, and so on through. But if that was done usually within the construct of a, a corporation or a, a third party outsourcer, whereas now we've got a situation where employees potentially can be can offer their service and literally contract with with us from anywhere so you, you you as an employer or as a manager might have ability to tap recruits from a completely different jurisdiction or indeed time zone if people make themselves available so there's a there's a there's a whole new angle to globalization as and and and, and delivery models for organizations to think through there but focusing a little on the employee of course it is different for some people the 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 uh, you know, by nature, they'll be more inclined to be happy to be at home. For others, the whole stimulation of the workplace is a massive part of making their life worthwhile and fulfilling. And to take that away, to have that taken away in the way that it has in recent uh, months, has, has been very difficult for a lot of people, which quite correctly is now being, you know, I think, much more actively thought about in the context of well-being. But I, I was also struck the other day uh, at, a, at a, another sort of um, at a meeting I was at where organizations were, were also saying, well, we, have, we absolutely see the opportunity and the benefits of a kind of work from home, work from anywhere policy. 
Um, and alongside the, 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 but we need to look after our staff and make sure that we provide the right environment. But there's a kind of work from uh, for the for the for the for the capability to produce output. In other words, we also need the the the, the quid pro quo, if you will, for in terms of managing output or production. I don't mind how much time maybe you put in or the time you spend, but I need to know that the actual value if you're giving me is proportionate. And the interesting piece was in a lot of walks of life, a lot of work, there wasn't the level of visibility over the outcome to give that information. Yes. So so for all for, so it's, it's that balancing act between the well-being and creating the visibility over it to, and, and, and the balancing up of, of, of the outcome as, as well. And, and we're, I think there's a huge opportunity on both sides of that equation because ultimately you need to marry the two. Yeah, yeah. And before we wrap up with the employee aspect of it, there's one thing you've said to me uh, when I first met you is that, that people like to feel in control. Whatever, whatever their task is ahead of them, they just like to feel in control. And so for the employees, what, what sort of data or, or tools do you think are necessary for the employee to feel that, that sense of control? Oh, Michael, you, I mean, I'm, you know, absolutely spot on. I mean, the biggest reason we set up ActiveOps was for me a, a burning irritation with how many individuals at work were effectively felt victims in a hostile environment. And the biggest cause of stress is not pressure, it's uncertainty for most people. So, so I think the, the, the context of this is only amplified and, fr and frankly quite shamefully in some organizations response to it, that, that, that re reasonable expectation of what's of, of feeling in control. So to your point, I think it's reasonable to expect individuals to have a clarity on what is expected of them to a level of confidence. I think it's, it's, it's reasonable for people to, to be able to control the way in which they deliver that. I think reasonable visibility over the ways in which I can get other value as an employee from being part of the organization you're part of. I think that's, a, that's absolutely essential. So some of that information, so I have a feedback loop, not just of the work I'm doing, but the value and the contribution I'm getting from being part of the organization. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's, a, that's a huge part of the challenge ahead. And certainly, again, speaking for ActiveOps, uh, a lot of the research and the, the development we're doing is about creating that rewarding in any se every sense of the word, uh, working environment for someone to, uh, to flourish in. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So, the, so the, my last question uh, on this session is, is really about uh, the way that it's changing. So we, operations used to work in silos, basically. They had line of business directors that were maybe making decisions for their individual business unit, uh, which, was, which was fine and, and necessary. But now with this kind of broader scope of this overall cultural transformation, it's bringing in people like IT and HR, people resources, to, to collaborate. And they're starting to kind of look enterprise versus just line of business. Any insight or, or thoughts about that kind of cross-collaboration that's, that's entering these decisions? Well, I, I think firstly, there is that trend. And I think at the heart of that is, is good data. So, so one of the things is, is, is it making it possible is, is if you like, there's a, there's a sort of truism around management around the sort of around 150 people level or 150 traditionally, that's where you start to lose the ability to really get um, control over that. That is a, a sort of a rule of thumb. I think what, what data and systems are doing is breaking that. So what we have now is the ability 
particularly if you have it, we, we talk parochially, Michael, about operations, operations which might have um, historically been quite diverse business processes supported by teams of people, each of whom were experts in their field. When you look at the, the state of the art stuff, some of the stuff that you and I would have been working on, where organizations have a coherent and consistent approach to managing operations, that allows people like HR, IT, and finance to interact with operations in a more structured way that they've never been able to do before. And therefore, they had to build their own models and their own solutions to try and approximate and project where operations were at. So I think I think we're with a with a with the value of data and and the type of information systems are now possible to consolidate and and not cons just 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 add up, but actually transparently facilitate you know information on. I think that that that's a that's a game changer for some organisations and their ability to leverage their expensive assets in IT and, and other areas. Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you so much, Richard. I enjoyed the conversation. Uh, looking forward to having you back. We, we, we want to do this maybe even monthly if your schedule permits, which leads me to ask to, to let our listeners know if you have any topics that you'd like us to discuss on future conversations, please feel free to either locate me on LinkedIn or go to activeops.com and fill out our contact us form and, and offer any suggestions because uh, what we do want to hear from you, Richard, and, and the perspectives because you have such a good global presence not, talking with not only senior leaders but customers and all all directions and employees as well so really want to thank you for that and like I said hopefully next time you can be sitting in this Dallas studio with us be a pleasure I look forward to it okay thank you for everyone that's listening or watching online we appreciate your participation and stay tuned for more recordings of AO on air as well as live events every other Thursday you can just check us out on our LinkedIn page to find out the the schedule of these uh, we appreciate it. If, also, if you're looking for resources on hybrid work, operations management, please go to activeops.com. In our resource hub, you'll find a, a, a plethora of videos, white papers, playbooks, et cetera, that will be useful for you there. Again, that's activeops.com. Thanks again for everybody joining. We look forward to talking to you the next time. At ActiveOps, we call it Management Process Automation, or MPA. MPA helps managers make better decisions by providing a consistent, easy-to-understand view of capacity and productivity. MPA does the hard work of consolidating information, forecasting and planning, and even gives you visibility of skills and capabilities across your enterprise. Your managers can make decisions based on a complete picture of their operations and then get back to leading. As work progresses, MPA helps managers spot problems early and deal with them proactively, celebrate successes properly, and match resource to workload in real time. By making managers more effective, MPA reduces operational costs. Best of all, the right MPA tools make it possible to deliver all these benefits across global enterprises with thousands of employees. Solutions like Workwear Plus from ActiveOps, Workwear Plus builds on our 20 years of experience supporting service operations to give you a 360-degree view of your operations, helping you turn operations management from a guessing game into a game-changing source of efficiency and value. Employees are empowered to manage their days and weeks, feeling accomplished, confident and able to balance work and personal life. Wherever your organisation or customers live and work, ActiveOps is ready to help you deliver world-class service and employee engagement to help your company thrive. ActiveOps. See further. Know more. Move faster.